Hey everyone, it's your host James from ReRaw. Did you know that one of the most important parts of running your real estate business like a business is having a budget, tracking your expenses and knowing and understanding where your money is actually going. But if you're like me, getting bogged down with the budget can be frustrating and taxing on the time you should be spending generating leads and working with your clients. This is why I use RealtyZam. RealtyZam is the best accounting software for real estate agents, hands down. And no joke, I've personally used this product for over three years. Not only do I love it, but my CPA thanks me every tax season. It works great on the computer, or they've got an awesome app that you can download right to your smartphone. Customize your expense categories, store receipts, track income and expenses, and assign them to specific transactions so you know your actual margins. RealtyZam is amazing intuitive, and efficient. See your results by category, month, quarter, or annually, and track your progress from year to year. And the best part, not only can I give you a free trial, but when you do start paying for this software, you can actually get it for under $10 a month. And even that is tax deductible. So get your numbers straight and stop letting the accounting be a distraction when you can take it all in stride. Visit reraw.com forward slash zam and get a 30-day free trial, no credit card required. Again, that's reraw.com forward slash Zam. That's reraw.com forward slash Z-A-M. Looking to take you and your real estate business to the next level? You're in the right place. Laying foundations for real estate success? This is the No Fluff no BS podcast about real estate for real estate agents and other industry professionals looking to up their game. Unfiltered short form sales meetings, interviews with agents from every walk of life and ramble sessions about everything real estate. Welcome to a new mindset. You are listening to Reraw. And now introducing your host, James Hoff. What is going on, Reraw Nation? Gosh, I just love you guys. Thank you for waking up on a Monday morning with me. You know, I get like I get my fix, and then I cruise out. Fortunately for me, it's like twenty minutes or less, so I don't need a whole heck of a lot of you to be happy with the rest of my day. But I hope it serves you just as well as it serves me, if not better. Anyway, listen, I hope you're coming off of a very, very uh, successful weekend and powerful weekend and fun weekend and a grinder weekend. I hope you got deals into escrow today and like you're just starting things off. So hope it's a kickoff to an amazing week for you if you're taking the day off. Hope you enjoy a little rest and relaxation and thanks again for tuning in. Always nice to have a little rest and relaxation with my beautiful voice in your ear. I'm just kidding. Anyway. Let's hop right into things today. A couple of quick announcements. If you've not already done so, cruise over to reraw.com, sign up for our email list. You've got access to our show notes, all the tips, tricks, tools, resources, giveaways, all the fun stuff that we got it's right there on the uh, on the website. You can join our Facebook group, which is Real Estate Raw. You can follow me on Instagram, at Real Estate Raw. Those are great places to interact with me daily, get in contact. And if you recall, over the last several weeks, I've talked to you about how I've been creating efficiencies in my schedule to try to take on more agents because this demand for coaching and and accountability and training and helping you uh, has, has come sooner than anticipated. So I can't take on everybody, but as time 
continues to free itself up in my schedule because I'm systematically approaching things differently in my business and in this podcast. I'm able to free up some time that I'm allowing you to leverage so that you can grow and I can help you grow and we can just build business big together and have lots of fun. Um, so if you're interested in that, head over to either Facebook, Instagram, or rerod.com. You can get a hold of me that way and uh, we'll we'll ultimately see if we're a good fit together. I'm not, I'm not hard selling you. We talked about the hard sell last week. I'm not hard selling you. If it makes sense, we'll work together and if not, so be it. This is the time in the show where we take a deep breath. Unless you're driving, don't close your eyes, right? Don't close your eyes if you're driving, but if you're not driving, close your eyes for a minute. Just reflect on your week. Take that deep breath. Let all that, oh, let that tension out. Let that energy out. Just give yourself a minute to kind of release and to reset. If you're not taking time for you, remember to do that. It's super important. And then give yourself a score for how you did on your schedule and your planning for this last week. Anything that you did really well, pat yourself on the back for. If there's areas you suck, don't worry about it. Just learn from it and approach this week with better actions to support those intentions. Because as we know, the actions prove the intentions true. And that's ultimately where you're going to find your great successes. So remember, if you got off track, you don't have to kick yourself too hard because you're never more than a week off course as long as you do this weekly exercise. And with no further ado, we are going to hop into the meeting where today's subject is all about the shitty agent. (laughs) I, uh, Probably should clarify that, and I'm going to do so with a story. So follow along. A couple of weeks ago, a member of my team closed a transaction with an agent who was really deceptive and, I don't know, pushy. And and not pushy in a good way, not like aggressively trying to protect their client's best interest, but really deceptive and, quite frankly, just shitty didn't really operate in good faith and just kind of tried to weasel their way around a deal. And I want to talk about how you should handle agents like that because really what we're talking about is not the shitty agent, but controlling your emotions and really making sure that your emotions don't compromise what's best for your client. You know, in this business, we have so many egos that float around out there and it's such a dangerous game to get involved in because when your ego is put before the needs and wants of your client, deals fall apart and people really, really get screwed. So... This isn't necessarily a negative part, uh, but I'll share with you a little glimpse of this story. Uh, All cash deal, five-day close. Um, Long story short, property sold as is. All contracts, at least out here, are are written as is. Of course, the buyer always has the right to do a request for repair. Seller has no obligation to accommodate. Request for repair is not set as a contingency, uh, but oftentimes real estate agents think they don't need to advise their clients to remove contingencies until requests for repairs have been responded to. And in the end, when you start trailing those documents in about 12 to 15 hours before you're actually scheduled to record and close on a property, it can create some logistical nightmares trying to get responses at like you know 10 or 11 o'clock at night, waking people up, which let's be honest, wasn't happening. You know, in this case, it came down to $1,000 on a request for repairs. And the reason I want to share this quickly with you is the the agent on my team had the freedom from the seller to either offer a $1,000 concession to accommodate the buyer's request for repairs or to just tell them to screw off and we'll go take a backup offer if they didn't want to just keep everything at full price as is, no repairs. 
And my agent contacted me and we're talking through this. And I think the exact conversation, if I can be so delicate as to say, went something like this. James, fuck this guy. I really want to stick it to him. He's a piece of shit, a total piece of garbage. And I don't want these asshole buyers to get one extra penny out of this deal. Screw them. We took a low offer because it was supposed to be easy, all cash and fast. And it's turning into all cash, fast, and the biggest nightmare on the face of the earth. And I just want to stick it to him and the seller's okay with that. Now, that is really honest to God about the gist of the conversation, pretty unfiltered. Now, when you start evaluating and dissecting what's important in that conversation, we have to really slow down and take a deep breath and step away from our anger and step away from the emotion. And we've got to look out for what's better serving the client. I want you to think about something for a moment. In this case, my agent represented the seller. And I'm real proud of this agent because ultimately what was done is the agent was able to step aside from the emotions at play and protect the client and do what was best to serve their interest. Clients participating in a 1031 exchange out of state, time is of the essence. They want to move sooner than later on this deal uh, because they're missing opportunities that they would love to engage in on what they're looking to purchase. Now, $1,000, in the grand scheme, I don't want to balk at it, money is money, but in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's not really the end of the world, and it most certainly wasn't worth losing this deal over. It was less than a quarter of a point. And what we found is, it's, easy, it's always easier said than done, but what we found is the agent on my team ended up being able to put, put their head down and make a decision that was best for the client and bite their tongue. And it's hard to do when you want, when you just want to motherfuck that agent that's on the other side and the buyer along with them. But this is what happens when you start taking the deal personally. Now, if I can give a shout out to my wife, Erin, who I love and is absolutely just the most amazing person because as similar in our aggressiveness as we can be with the way that we approach our businesses in completely different ways, by the way, um, but as similar as we can be in those different ways, <laughs> which... I don't know, maybe that's a weird way to put it. But, you know, Erin runs her business a tight ship and she doesn't get walked on. Uh, it's just not something that she's going to allow people to do. But what she does better than me without question for sure is when I get wrapped up in my emotion, she steps back and says one thing that always, always brings me back to ground zero, which is, some of you have already said it, what's best for the client. So, in this case, the agent on my team had the freedom to basically flip the bird to the other side and say, nope, everything as is at the price that we were in escrow for, and we're not making any concessions, screw you all, take it or leave it, and uh, we'll just move on to the next offer, which by the way was higher, and we're willing to wait a few weeks to get that money. But the conversation goes like this, well, agent on my team, let me ask you a question. If this deal cancels, do you think the property will appraise? If this deal cancels, do you think that the, the next buyer is going to find similar problems and ask for money? If this deal cancels, do you think that the next buyer is going to find the same problems, be bothered by the same things, and are they as financially sound and stable? Is it worth $1,000 right, out of the seller's pocket to keep this deal together instead of fall apart? 
Whose interests are we serving? Now, in our brain, the answer is simple. Fuck that other agent. <laughs> We're going full price, screw them, take it or leave it. But in reality, what we needed to do was take a deep breath, step down for a moment, pull up an email, send it to ourself, which will be funny to read in like two or three days to see how angry we were, right? So send that email to yourself, not to the other agent, Just send it to yourself with all the stuff you wanted to say to them and then compose the appropriate email or the, or, or get them on the phone or whatever you've got to do paperwork wise and have the appropriate communication that's in the best interest of your client. So the moral of the story is do what's best for your client. Shitty agents are shitty and their, their biggest excuse, their biggest reason for being shitty is, well, my client told me to do this. No, your client can ask for the world, but it doesn't mean that you have to treat your competitor or the opposition on the deal like shit. Okay. And maybe that's part of the problem is we look at the opposing party as opposition, as competitors. And in the transaction, we don't need to be. You can serve and protect your client's best interest without being an asshole and without feeling like you've, you've got to, you know, be the big dick in the room. It doesn't work that way. Everybody can get along, negotiate when you've got to negotiate, facilitate those negotiations, I should say, when they need to be facilitated, but do so in a way that doesn't make you look like a little bitch because you bailed and said, well, I'm just doing what my client asked me to do. Well, you might be doing what your client asked you to do, but you didn't set expectations properly. You're trailing paperwork at the 11th hour. Think about the way that you're talking and the way that you're pre presenting stuff. Now, some of you are out there going, gosh, James, calm down. Have some thick skin. Like, not everybody's going to present everything on like a, a bed of roses. Yeah, you're right. But it doesn't mean that we have to treat each other like shit. Again, I want you to take an opportunity during this sales meeting to just breathe for a minute. In fact, let's just do that together. You ready? Let's count it out. Let's, let's just breathe into five. Ready? Four, five, and breathe out. Just breathe it all out until that air is gone. A moment of silence on the podcast, a rare thing that we find in the waves of the radio. But you release that energy, you guys, and you let your ego go with that breath. It's okay. The, the, the best way to win in this business, in, in my personal and professional opinion, is, is like the silent win. You know, it, the, the best negotiators on the face of the earth are the ones who get everything they want, but ultimately make everybody feel like they won in the end, right? When everybody walks away from the deal feeling like they won, then you negotiated the perfect deal right? It's not the perfect deal when somebody feels like they got screwed. It might feel like that if you're on the winning side, but that doesn't make it the perfect deal. The perfect negotiation is, the, is, is when you can get everything that your client wanted, right? It's their negotiation, but if you help them facilitate it and, and position it appropriately, you help your client get everything that they wanted, but make the other side feel like they won. That's the perfect negotiation. And none of that happens by treating each other like shit. So some of this has a message in just being a better person, just treating each other with a little bit of dignity and a little bit of respect. And I don't know, just like easing off of your aggression and your ego for a minute 
and realizing like you can win without kicking somebody to the curb. Like it's actually possible to do that. You don't, you know, like don't feel like you've got to be the bulldog in every fight. Like it's all good. Sometimes it's cool. If we hold hands, it's fine. But the other side of that is, is don't ever, ever, ever let that shitty agent get the best of your emotions to the point that you can't release it. And those emotions get the best of you, which ultimately negatively impacts what's best for your client. Don't ever, I'm going to say it again. Don't ever, ever, ever let that shitty agent get the best of your emotions and put you in a position or allow you to put yourself in a position where you can't control your own ego and you let your ego get in the way of what's best for your client. And if that doesn't make sense to you, go go on to any one of the resources on social media, through the website, whatever, and hit me up and we can have a one-on-one conversation about it. Don't ever compromise what's best for your client as long as you're operating ethically and, and legally, all right? Obviously, I mean, I feel like that part should go without saying, but the fucking disclaimer on on these, you know, radio waves sometimes because some of you just take things so damn literally. You know, it's I, I cannot emphasize this enough, and I feel like most of these these sales meetings, like I I've mentioned before, I could just talk forever and a day about, but this stuff is so important, you guys. I am the most emotional and and like roller coaster ride person that I know when it comes to this stuff, but my wife grounds me. In those moments when I just want to snap at that other agent and be like, fuck that guy. I call my wife. I'm like, I need a, I need a sounding board. Like, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong because I just want to kick this guy's ass, right? And she'll go, hey, you're not wrong, all right? You're not wrong to feel that way. What a jerk. But can you bring the deal together? Because I think you feeling that way isn't going to help you serve your client in the best possible light. And I got to tell you guys, when you start being able to release that negative energy, it's amazing actually how much easier it is to like let go of the next time you start putting this stuff into practice. And the next time you've got to deal with a shitty agent, it's easier to let go of. It's easier to just be like, Hey man, you can sit in that crappy place, but you're not taking me with you. The reality is I'll present it. We'll see what happens. And thanks so much. I'll get back to you. You know, anyway, I think you guys get it. Hopefully you get it. If you don't get it and you're screaming at me, I can't hear you. So scream louder or send me a note and we'll talk it out. Make sure you guys go join the Facebook group. It's Real Estate Raw and it's for the industry, uh, real estate industry. Most of the people in there are agents, but we've got some great dialogue. It's daily interaction with me. You can also get daily interaction with me on Instagram, which is at Real Estate Raw. And obviously through the website, you can uh, hop onto our emails. Those are definitely not daily. In fact, they're not even weekly, um, but I would love to have you on our email list so that we can keep up with you uh, with all the tools, tips, and tricks. Remember, if you love the show, I'm not trying to hard sell you on anything. We've talked about hard selling before. All of the affiliate links that I offer, all of the services that that help support the show uh, are actually services that I personally use in my real estate business. So I'm not just shoving useless crap down your throat. Um, If you have any questions about those things at all, then great. If you're not using them and you're thinking about using them and you support the show, then click through our link so that we can get a a little love and credit because the content I'm providing here, it does take a lot of time to produce. And uh, what the heck, you know, time is money. So, you know, show me a little love every now and then. What the hell, you guys? Anyway, I love you all. 
Thank you for being here. Thanks for caring about yourself enough and your clients enough and your business enough to want to get better. Remember something as you go about the rest of your week, as you go about your next negotiation, as you go about your next listing appointment, your next buyer, your next whatever it is that you're working on, whether it's yourself or anything else. Remember this. Real agents work. You fucking better be one of them. Have an awesome day.